Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Beidalid in Gittin. As we learn for a four shleima for Elazar ben Ruven for Yosef Israel ben Chaim Michal. On the top of the page, the second line, Tanur Rabbanan. We're discussing the Mishnah had talked about the Mishnah two days ago talked about. Um, yesterday we discussed in detail Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer's opinion was that you can divorce your wife on the condition that she's she's permitted to marry anybody except for this guy. She can't marry Joe. And then all the uh, all the problems that came up because of that and the, the refutations of Rabbi Lezer. The basic idea is that it's not divorce. Divorce means you're free to marry anybody. You're not limited in any way. That's why we don't hold like Rabbi Lezer. We all like a chaman. That's one part of the mission. We're still discussing this Indian of of uh, conditions. Now you could make almost any condition. There, if there, the problem there was we said in the mission that you said you divorce everybody except for this guy. So as far as Joe, that guy is concerned, you're still married to me. That's a problem. That's a problem because you're not really uh, you're not supposed to be married to. to uh, when I give you a get, when I divorce you, you're, you're free to marry anybody. You shouldn't be considered married at all for anybody. Therefore, we really don't go like a blesser. However, even the humble motive, you make condition. I make a condition, I'm divorcing on the condition, you give me $200. Okay, it's a good condition. So if I say, give me the $200, on the condition, you give me the $200. When you give me the $200, you're divorced. If I say on the condition, you give me $200 between now and Rosh Hashanah, so you're divorced from now. When you give me the money, uh, you fulfill the condition, but you're really divorced from right now. If you don't give me the money, that's a problem. If you don't give me money retroactively, it was never a, the condition wasn't fulfilled. It's not a get. And if you married somebody else, you got a problem. Here we're going to talk more about the conditions. Let's say the other way around. I'm not divorcing you from everybody except for Joe, but I'm divorcing you on the condition that you marry Joe. That you marry Joe. So what do you say over there? What do you say about that? Now you're divorced, you're 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 free to marry uh, anybody, right? I mean, you're not really free to marry anybody. You're free to marry anybody, but and he didn't say only Plony. I'm saying that. You're divorced on the condition that you marry Joe. If you marry Joe, then you're divorced. So what, what, what do you say about that? She shouldn't get married. But if she does marry, you don't force her out of the marriage. Now, what does that mean? It's more my comfort. What do you mean? Who is she supposed to marry now? I'm divorcing on the condition that you marry Joe. Okay, so what does that sound like? If she marries Joe... That's she fulfilled the condition and she can marry Joe, right? That's what it sounds like. But isn't that a horrible thing to say? I'm divorcing you on the condition that you marry. I want you to marry Joe. Is, is, that, is that a problem? Well, he says you shouldn't do that. And if you did, you don't leave the marriage. Michael, what do you mean by that? Who shouldn't you marry? Joe or somebody else? Michael, this is what he means. I raise the say low. You shouldn't get married to Joe, even though that fulfills the condition. And that means that you're really divorced. Why? Shemayom, people say, like you're passing around your wife to somebody else. I'm divorcing you on the condition you marry Joe. Technically, she marries Joe, the condition's fulfilled. She's divorced and she's married to Joe, but that doesn't look nice. It looks like, you know, you're giving your, you're giving your wife to somebody else and giving your Joe as a gift. I'm divorcing you, but you go, go live with Joe. There's another problem. Yeah. Because if she marries Joe, She's not divorced yet. No, no, she, she hasn't fulfilled it. That's the condition. The condition is that she marries Joe. As soon as she marries Joe, she, the, the divorce takes effect and the marriage takes effect at the same time. Why can't it work at the same time? Technically, she fulfilled it and it's okay. The problem is we say she shouldn't do that because it doesn't look nice. It looks like he's passing his wife around. She marries somebody else. 
she marries somebody else, lo she shouldn't leave that marriage. She shouldn't, um, she shouldn't leave that marriage right, if she marries somebody else. So the Gemara says, why? Why? Why not? I understand. She's really married. She's married to the first husband. The first husband says, I'm divorcing on the condition that you marry Joe. She goes and marries somebody else. She didn't fulfill the condition, so she's really still married to the first guy. So why do you say that uh, she shouldn't leave the second one? Because it doesn't look it doesn't look good. Because of Xera, the gets the gets invalid. The the condition was if you marry Joe, you're divorced. She shouldn't marry Joe, it doesn't look good. And also, but if she marries somebody else, it's okay. It doesn't, it's better that she should marry somebody else and marry to Joe. But if she marries somebody else, she hasn't fulfilled the condition and she's still married to the first husband. Does that make any sense? You're allowing a married woman to marry somebody else without a divorce? Alam Rav Nachman, it doesn't mean that. She shouldn't marry Joe. Why? Because it looks like you know, you're passing your wife around, you're giving her your wife as a gift to somebody else. Don't marry Joe, even though that was the condition of the gift. Don't marry Joe. In this is love, but if she married Joe, lo she shouldn't have, she doesn't have to leave the marriage. Just it doesn't look good. You shouldn't marry Joe. It doesn't look right. Stay with your first husband. But if she marries Joe, she doesn't already, you know, you know force him because of the Xavier is it looks like you're passing your wife around. But if she married him already. Because of Xavier, you don't force him out of marriage because technically she is married to Joe now. I'm like, Rabba, Lohu taught us he shouldn't marry Joe because it doesn't look good. How could she marry somebody else? It says she shouldn't marry. Again, if you say, I'm giving you a get on the condition you marry Joe, she shouldn't marry Joe. Okay, but she could marry somebody else. I'm like, Rabba, Lohu taught us she could marry somebody else. Remember, he didn't say, I'm not divorcing you. I'm only divorcing you on the condition that you only marry Joe, that you can't marry anybody else. I'm just divorcing you on the condition that you marry Joe. So maybe she could marry somebody else and eventually marry Joe. She could marry someone else. How could she marry someone else? If she marries somebody else, again, he, he didn't, he, on the condition that you marry Joe. So eventually she has to marry Joe in order to get divorced. Could she marry somebody else in between, hoping that eventually she'll get uh, married to Joe at some time? Maybe she could marry somebody else today, be divorced later on, and then marry Joe later on. You're comparing it to this case, you, Rav Nachman, who says this. Rav Nachman says she shouldn't marry Joe because it looks like she's passing, passing around. But if she, if she marries him, she shouldn't leave. But she, could only, she shouldn't marry Joe because she could marry somebody else. How could she marry somebody else? If she marries somebody else, she's not fulfilling the condition. Of Joe, not right? Yet. Not, yet. not yet. Oh, so maybe or maybe long yet. So you say, okay, she'll fulfill it later on. And you're comparing it to this case. And comparing it to this case, and you, Rav Nachman, who offered this solution, Rav said to him, you're Nachman, solution. You're comparing it to a different case in which you disagree with Rav Yudah. What's that case there? A case in the Dharm Deitmar. We're about a third of the way down, a quarter of the way down on Deitmar. Deitmar. I forbid my eyes to sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. If I sleep tomorrow, I'm not sleeping today. So I, I forbid, I shouldn't, I'm making a netter that on my eyes and my eyes should not sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. Um, Rabbi says, don't go to sleep today. Because maybe you'll fall asleep tomorrow. If you sleep tomorrow, you're forbidden to sleep today. Now you don't know if you're going to sleep tomorrow, but you shouldn't sleep today because maybe you will fall asleep tomorrow. 
Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, who is the Bar Pluto, Rav Nachman says, no, Yishan, you can sleep today. So just make sure you don't sleep tomorrow. If I sleep tomorrow, I can't sleep today, right? That was the net that you made. So Nachman says, you can sleep today. Just make sure you don't sleep tomorrow. So what do you see? That as long as you could do something that in the condition, you'll fulfill it later on. So maybe he didn't say, I'm forbidding you to own, not to marry anybody else. I just said, I'm giving you a get on the condition that you marry Joe. Okay, so maybe she'll marry Joe some other time. Maybe she can get married to somebody else. Is that what you're saying? That's what Rabbi said to him. Are you saying, are you saying you shouldn't marry, uh, you shouldn't marry Joe because it doesn't look good. But if you marry Joe, it's okay. You shouldn't marry Joe, but you could marry somebody else. Well, but you have to fill the condition. Maybe you'll say, okay, I'll fill the condition. She'll marry Joe later on a few years from now. No time limit. No, yeah, right, 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 right. That's when she's limited. That's when the condition is limiting her right now. She's still attached him because she'll never get out of the condition. But here she can get out of the condition. Eventually, she marry Joe. We, we say that time is limited. That it's unlimited means that her whole life she's bound by this. Her whole life, uh, she, uh, I'm divorcing in the condition that you don't drink wine for the rest of your life. So the whole her, her whole life, because she's 120. She can't drink wine. She's always bound by that. Over here, though, at any time that she marries Joe, it, it's it's over. So she's she might marry Joe in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, but she'll marry Joe. Once she marries Joe, it's over. If he says, I'm not are you forbidding you to drink wine for 10 years, that's a good get because after 10 years, it's over. You know, she'll uh, you know, she might live past the 10 years. So it, it, it is a limited period of time. But so how could, she, uh, how could she how could she marry somebody else? The Tanai is not done until she marries Joe. When she marries somebody uh, else... Right. She doesn't have to marry Joe first. He didn't say... If she marries somebody else, she's an issue. Right, right. Take a look at Rashi. Take a look at okay. Rashi. Rashi, about uh, 12 lines down on the page in Rashi. Rabbi, get the whole below. She didn't say, I'm forcing you to only marry Joe. You marry Joe eventually. Uh-huh. Now, now uh, um, is, I'm divorcing you now Again, it's a very you're you're asking good, Ruby, but depends on how you how he phrased it. I'm divorcing you now on the condition that you eventually marry Joe. Okay, so maybe that's what he means. Yeah. In other words, Rubba's Rubba's contending with Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman says you shouldn't marry Joe because it doesn't look good. But if you did, it's okay. Okay, you shouldn't marry Joe, but you could marry somebody else as long as as long as uh, the condition would be fulfilled. Then I'll give you an example. It depends. Like let's say I say I'm divorcing on the condition that you give me two hundred dollars right now. Okay, you give me $200. In other words, when you fulfill the condition, you're divorced. If I say you give me $200 by Rosh Hashanah, you're divorced from right now, but the condition's got to be fulfilled later on. If you didn't fulfill the condition, retroactively, she's, you're not divorced. So here also, he didn't say, I'm thus, you can't marry somebody else. He says, I'm giving you, divorcing you on the condition that you're going to marry Joe, maybe eventually. But so Rava said, this is what Rava says, is that what you mean, Rav Nachman? She could marry somebody else, even though she's not married to Joe now, she'll marry Joe later on. And you're comparing it to the case that you hold that don't uh, don't worry you could, about sleeping. Uh, you could sleep today and make sure you don't sleep tomorrow. In other words, you'll fulfill the condition later on. Achiyashtabarava says there's a problem with that comparison. Over there in the case of don't sleep today. I swear I'm not going to sleep today or I make an error of my eyes. I'm not going to not My eyes won't sleep today if I sleep tomorrow. So Nachman says, you know what? You can sleep today. Make sure you don't sleep tomorrow because it depends on you. You can keep yourself awake. The boy, you could prick yourself with thorns the next day below normal. You won't fall asleep. In other words, if I got to make sure that I'm not going to sleep. Remember when I was a little kid, 
you wanted to stay up to sleep us, you know, the, your, your father went to sleep us at 12 at night and I would always fall asleep. So I said, I'm going to sit up, I'm going to sit up. How do you force yourself to stay awake? You prick yourself with thorns or with needles the whole day. You'll stay, you can force yourself to stay awake if you have to. But over here, over here, how can you say she can marry somebody else and she'll marry Joe eventually? <laughs> it doesn't depend on her. How do you know that the new husband's going to divorce her? The husband has to give her a divorce. How can you say she'll fulfill the condition later? So how can you, how can you, uh, uh, you or Nachman imply she can't marry Joe right away because it looks like you're passing your wife around? Okay, if she does, oh, okay, it's fine. Uh, you know, let it be. We're not going to force her out of the marriage because of that. But she can't marry Joe. Not if she could marry somebody else. How can she marry somebody else? And relying on the fact that maybe that somebody else will divorce her later on and she'll marry Joe ten years from now. How do you know? Maybe he'll never divorce her. So, uh, so therefore, Rava refused her of Nachman. comes out. You can't, you can't uh, marry somebody else if uh, uh, relying on the fact that maybe you'll get, you'll get to marry Joe eventually. How do you know? Maybe Joe will be somewhere else, or maybe, uh, uh, maybe Joe will be dead. Maybe your husband won't divorce you. And a case like that, where she, again, where he says, "I'm divorcing on the condition that you marry Joe," she shouldn't marry Joe, and she shouldn't marry somebody else. Lolo, she should marry Joe. Shemi Yomer saying that's matana because it looks like you're passing your wife around. I'm divorcing you. Did she marry Joe? It looks like you're passing your wife around. Laachlo tenasei should marry somebody else. The boy came matana because you have to fulfill the condition. Maybe the condition. Maybe she'll never marry Joe. In other words, you have to fulfill the condition before you move on because maybe she won't have an opportunity. Rumi, the it's much for that. It's not that they. It's not that you have to fulfill the condition before you get married. You have to fulfill the condition because maybe you won't have a chance to fulfill the condition. Again, it's the difference between saying, I'm divorcing in the condition that you give me $200 now or in the condition that you're giving me $200 later on. Over here, even if you said, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm divorcing in the condition that you eventually marry Joe. I didn't say you can't marry somebody else. I just said you have to eventually marry Joe, but maybe you won't have an opportunity. So you shouldn't marry somebody else because maybe you'll never be able to fulfill the condition. If you're never able to fulfill the condition, you're not divorced at all. And you're, and you're in between marriage to somebody else, to some other guy, would be invalid. Then this is low say again that if she did marry, if she did in this is love, she did marry him, she married Joe. Low Tate she shouldn't leave the and she shouldn't uh, because of Xero, we're not gonna force her on the marriage. But if she marries somebody else, again, I'm divorcing the you're not gonna marry Joe. And now she marries somebody else, she has to leave that marriage. The boy the you have to fill the condition because maybe you won't have a chance to fill the condition. Tanya question, rubber approved to what Rubber said. If a Bryce like him, raise the low to say, low, low, the Like we understand, there's a Bryce who said, raise the low to say, low, 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 she shouldn't marry. And what it means now is she shouldn't marry anybody. She shouldn't marry him. Low, low, And this is low, low, say, low, say, if she marries him, she shouldn't leave the marriage. Again, she shouldn't look at the marriage because it looks like you're passing your wife around. But if she married Joe, she fulfilled the, con- the condition. And therefore, like, like, I told, uh, 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 like I told Kurt, when she marries Joe, she's uh, she's fulfilling the condition. She's divorced and married at the same time. The second she marries Joe, right? She marries Joe, she's divorced and she's uh, and she's um, uh, you know and, and she's married to that guy. You could argue that say that she's really divorced from right now and the condition she marries Joe later on. So early she's really divorced now and she marries him later on to fulfill the condition. So she shouldn't leave Joe if she's married to him. But if she marries somebody else, yeah, she should leave that marriage because maybe you'll never be able to chance to fulfill the condition. Turn her about him. Halfway down the page. Let's say he says to her, he's annoying her. He says, I'm giving, I'm giving you a get on the condition that you go up to the sky. You go up to the sky. I'm going to say, you know, go up to the depths of the, go down to the depths of the ocean. I'm going to say, 
on the condition that you swallow a large reed, the, le- the length of which is four amas. In other words, something it's impossible to do. Bring me a reed that's 100 amas long. Something that's impossible physically. I want you to go over the Mediterranean or the Atlantic Ocean by foot. Walk on things that you can't. Ain't no get. So the Tanakhama says it's not a get. That's a condition that can't be fulfilled. Doesn't make any sense. And therefore, it's not a get. It is a good get. Right? The Tanakhama says it's, you made a condition which is impossible. So since you can't fulfill the condition, it's not a divorce. Rabbi says no. A condition that cannot physically be carried out is not a condition. And therefore, it's a get anyway. In other words, he's just doing a that's what Rabbi says. Rabbi said that this is a um, uh, this is a get, right? Rabbi says it's a get because the condition is meaningless. Klal Omar Rabbi Rabbi says a klal. He said a general principle. Omar Rabbi Yudah any condition that's physically that cannot be fulfilled. Now we're assuming now we're talking about physically cannot be fulfilled. but you made that tonight originally the condition initially. Again, it depends how you say how you say the condition. You say if you do if you give me the two hundred dollars, you're divorced. Okay, then the condition has to be fulfilled before you're divorced. If you say I'm divorcing on the condition, you give me money later on, or you do this thing later on. Okay, fine, you can make such a condition. But if it's it's got to be physically able to be fulfilled, if it's impossibly fulfilled, and you made that condition initially, he's just trying to annoy her with words. But it's a good get. So the Tanakhama says you can't fulfill the condition. It's not a get. I give you it in this condition, you can't predict this. I get. Bentema, Rabbi Bentema says no. If it's a condition that it's impossibly fulfilled, it's not. A, it's not a condition. It's not a condition, and therefore it's a good get immediately. It's a get. If you set a condition, it's ridiculous. It's just. A, it's. A, it's a good get. So therefore, it's also. You know, he's just annoying her. I'll give you a get. Okay, but you got to jump into the sky. You want to get? I'll give you a get. You got to jump up to the sky or go or walk across the ocean. Something like that. He's just annoying her, but it's a good get. I'm not going to rob. I look at Yudam and Tema. The office like Yudam and Tema that it's a good get. You ignore an impossible condition. Let's call that an impossible condition. Now, uh, we see a Mishnah in Bab which also sounds like it says that the Kani says over there. Kol Shepshul kind of They were not even talking about the getting, but it's it's comparable in the sense that if it's a condition that's possible to be fulfilled. This plus when you made that condition up front to no kind, the condition is valid and you have to fulfill the condition. If it's impossible to fulfill the condition, like you're not going to go up to the sky or walk across the ocean, to no bottle, the tonight is the, the condition is void, is null and void, and um, and the deal goes on anyway. In this case, it's a get, and therefore it would be divorced. So Rab Nachman Rab says that looks like you have tema. We have the song. Now we're going to get into a more complicated question. We understand when you're talking about something that physically cannot be done. Tanakama says, okay, you can't do it. The condition's no good. Rabbi Yudam says, if it physically cannot be done, it's not a condition at all. It doesn't count. It's not a condition. She's divorced, period. What, what happens now if the condition physically could be fulfilled, but halachically it's invalid? I'm giving you a, I'm giving you a condition that you can eat chazr. You can eat chazr. Physically, she could eat the chazr, but it's forbidden. Right, so what do you say there? My, what's up, my, what's up? I'm rabbi, he, it's the same thing. You can't do it. In one case, can't walk across the ocean, also can't eat chazer. And therefore, the condition's not a condition, according to Ben Tema, and she's divorced. Rabbi says, no, if she, look, she can eat chazer and get malchus. Uh, the punishment for eating chazer is malchus. It, it could be done, and maybe maybe she's, just, she's not going to do it. 
Maybe she can say, I'm not going to eat chazer, and she won't be divorced, but she could do it. Labaya, according to Abaya, says, like, when he says, klal, he says, klal, any time which cannot be fulfilled, right, is not a condition. Okay, they can do even this, even if I can't do halachically, I can't eat the basar chazer. Klal includes basar chazer, that if since it can't be fulfilled, it's not a condition, and therefore it would be a good get. Lerava, Rava says, in other words, what, what Rabbi Yudavan said, he said, Kaze get. If I give you a get on condition you're going to walk across the ocean, that's a good get, because uh, condition doesn't mean anything, because it physically can't be done. But Kaze get excludes Basachaz, Basachaz, you could eat. It just, it's, it's just it's forbidden, but you could eat it. Huh? Correct, correct. That's right. It can be done. It can't, same thing, same thing. It can be done. It can be done. Uh, would that be considered? It's it, but physically it can be done. Halachali it can't be done. Same thing. Same thing. So Rabbi says, yeah, that's a good get. And since you, if you don't eat the chazer, you don't kill the guy. You're not forced. Whereas Abayah says, no, that would be the same as, as walking across the ocean. In other words, when halachali you can't do it, is that the same as physically you can't do it? That's my focus. I'm giving you a get on the condition that you sleep with that you have bia with a certain guy. Now you could either marry him or pay him uh, a fee or whatever. You get him into bed. Okay, I'm This guy Matanai raise again. And I'm giving you again on the condition, on the condition that you sleep with this guy. If you sleep with the guy, it's a raise again. In Laban again, if you don't sleep, that's not a get. It's it's possible to do, right? And it's not an Asali Navera. Maybe marry the guy. He doesn't want to live with you, stop, marry the guy. I'm an Let's say I give you giving you again on the condition. On the condition that you don't sleep with your father, uh, my father, or your father, something which is forbidden, obviously, right? On the condition, I'm giving a condition that you don't sleep with them. You can you, uh, give me a condition that you don't do that. I'm, I'm giving you on that condition. She she's divorced. She can marry somebody else because you can rest assured she's not going to sleep with her father or his father. It doesn't say on the condition that you're going to sleep with your father or my father. Now he doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. Why? Because that apparently, that apparently would la That 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 wouldn't. There's a If you say if you make a condition like that, Abaya says that even a condition that cannot be fulfilled because it's an avera is the same as an impossibility. If it's impossible to fulfill, it's not even a condition, right? You don't consider just like it's impossible to walk across the ocean. It's impossible to sleep with your father. Therefore. Uh, therefore, it's not mentioned as a condition because the condition wouldn't hold, right? It's not valid. You know why it wasn't mentioned? Because it's not a condition. Halachically forbidden is just like physically forbidden. But Rava, according to Rava, physically it can be done. Physically, she could sleep with her own father or his father. So therefore, it should be a good condition. It should be a good condition. And, and she's not going to want to sleep. She doesn't want to do the affair or kill the guy, like you say, give your example, kill the guy or eat the chazer. Fine, so she won't be divorced. In the case of Basar Chazer, she could choose. She could say, listen, I hate my husband so much, I'm willing to eat Basar Chazer and get Malchus for it, right? She says, on the condition that you sleep with this guy, I don't want to sleep with the guy, but I'll pay him off. He'll sleep with me just to fulfill the condition and I'll be divorced. Is it dependent on her? Even if she wants to sleep with her father, his father, she might want to do an isser. She might want to kill somebody in order to get divorced, right? I'm going to give you a divorce if you kill that guy. 
she might be so desperate to get out of the marriage that she might kill the guy. But uh, she might be desperate, she'll eat chazer, right? She might be desperate, she'll sleep with that guy, Plony, just she'll pay him off, she'll sleep with him just to get out of this marriage. But is it up to her to sleep with her father or her or his father? That's men and her, depends on the guy, right? And he, the other, she might do an iser, Abba, Vicham, so they're going to do an iser. So therefore, Therefore, Rabbi said, even Rabbi says over here, this is not a condition. It's not a condition that she's able to do. The Rabbi, so therefore, the Rabbi policy of Avicha, the quality says that what anything that can't be included, not only and the Kajal condition of Gan Rabbi any time which is impossible, not only walking across the ocean, which is physically impossible, but even a condition like, I'm, I'm divorcing you if you sleep with your own father. That's a condition that she can't fulfill. Physically, she can't even do it. Why would the guy want to sleep? Why would her father want to sleep with her? So in a case like that, includes that, and that there, the, even Rubble would say that uh, Bentema says that's impossible to fulfill, and therefore it's not a it's not a uh, uh, condition at all. But if he says get, that's a good get that excludes Basar In other words, walking across the ocean, yeah, that's invalid. That's not a valid condition. But Chazer, she couldn't if she wants to, to get it. She'll be over in Malchus. It's a it's a terrible thing. Terrible condition. All these conditions are terrible things. But if you did it, it worked. La Baye, according to Baye, who says even Basar Chazer is an impossible condition. Kla la suye Basar Chazer, like we said before. Because that excludes Plony. If she says, if he says to her, I'm divorcing a condition that you marry Plony or you sleep with Plony, that's a valid condition. She could pay him off and she could sleep with him. It's not necessarily an avail. It's not even Chazer. Chazer is impossible. Killing somebody is impossible. Sleeping with the father is impossible. Any according to it's impossible because it's against halacha. But on the condition that you sleep with this guy, go marry him, marry him off. There, you know, so they'll so maybe maybe he's the best guy in Lakewood, and she's willing to pay a big uh, a big dowry in order to marry the guy, right? So it's possible. Here we say our case. I'm giving you a condition that you marry that you're going to eat chaser. Or let's say she wasn't the bas kohen or married to a kohen. I'm an You're going to eat truma and avera. Eating something which involves an Aveira, Chazir, Truma, let's say she was an Azira, she was a Nazarite, and not allowed to drink, I'm not sure you're going to drink wine. You know, there's all these cases. I'm giving you again a condition you're going to be over and, and eat something you're not allowed to eat. This guy, if the client is fulfilled, the raise get, Imla get. So what do you see here? This is a valid get. So the Rava Necha, Rava, it's going to Rava, it's good because according to Rava, only something which is impossible, like walking across the ocean. Or demanding that your father sleep with you, that's an impossibility. But anything that involves an issue of eating something and you're going to be a get Malchus for it, Rabbi says that's the valid condition. So according to Rabbi, it's good. According to Baya, this is an impossible situation too. Why is that good? Who says this is a Bentema? Remember, the Rabbanan said that any condition, I'm giving you get on condition you walk across the ocean. You're not going to walk across the ocean. It's not a get. So the Chacham say any condition is a condition. We don't care if it's physically impossible or not. Maybe this price goes like up on it. The tape, the glade, the master, wait a minute. Forget about all that. How can you make a condition like that? Even if it's possible to fill it, like you could eat the chazer or eat the truma or eat the uh, drink the wine if she's in the zira. But it's how, how could it be a tonight? It's a, it's you're, you're making a condition against the Torah. If you make a condition uh, against something which is written in the Torah, it's bottle. And the famous case is the case we just said now. I'm marrying you on the condition that I'm not going to support you. The Torah says, He has to sleep with her. He has to provide her with food and clothing, etc. He has to support her in all ways. So 
uh, it's machlokas whether if it's a if it's a financial thing she could be mochel that because she could say I don't need your money or whatever. But uh, you can't let's say he marries her condition she's never he's never going to sleep with her. That goes against the Torah. So if you make a condition against the Torah, how could that be a condition at all? Forget about the fact that it can physically be done. Rabbi says if it's physically able to do, even if it's an Avera, it's a valid condition. It's the condition works. Not like a Bai. Bai says if, if physically impossible or halachically impossible is the same thing. It's not a condition according to Ben Tame. According to Rabban, it is still a good condition. But how can it be a condition if it goes against the Torah? When do we say that if you make a condition against what's written in the Torah, to no bottle, your condition is invalid, is null and void? Like supporting a wife, the who co-occur. He uprooted. He said, I'm marrying you on the condition I'm not going to support you. You uprooted, you're, you're married to her, and now you're refusing to support her. You're going against the Torah. But over here, who's who's uprooting the, the Torah? Not not her, not him who made the condition. She's uprooting it. He says, I'm going to divorce you in condition and you're going to eat trace, or you're going to eat trumer, or something like that. He's not uprooting it. She's uprooting it. Not the same. She's only uprooting it to fulfill his condition. It comes out, he's he's the one uprooting it because he said, I'm only divorcing the condition you're going to eat trade. So he's really uprooting it. He's forcing her to do it. When do we say that if you go against the Torah and make a condition, you're, it's not. The condition is invalid. When he says, I'm marrying you on the condition that I'm not going to support you or sleep with you, so he's clearly going against the Torah. The Torah says, you have to do those things. Did he tell her you have to eat it? That it's impossible you not to eat it? I'm divorcing a condition that you eat treif. I didn't say you have to eat treif. Don't eat treif and you won't be divorced. I'm not forcing you to do it. In the case of the marriage, he's vada he's yoke. I'm marrying you on the condition. Here's your ring on the condition. I'm not going to support you. They go, he married her and, and he's not supporting his body. He's going against the Torah. Over here though, he said, I'll divorce you. He doesn't want to divorce you. He says, I'll divorce you if you eat treif. So don't eat treif and you won't be divorced. Right? He's, he's giving her a condition. She doesn't have to fill the condition. So it's not by, he's not for sure uh, uprooting the Allah in the Torah. So now, back in our Mishnah, Rabbi says, I'm divorcing a condition that uh, you're divorced from everybody. Uh, as far as everybody's concerned, you're divorced, except as, as far as Joe is concerned, you're still married to me. I'm divorcing you. You're mutter to marry anybody except for Joe. Rabbi says, that's good. And we, we asked all these cautions on Rabbi Lezer. It's not really cutting off, etc. But we go like Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi say, it's not a valid divorce. What should you do now? What should you do? You tell her, in fact, no, I'm, I'm divorced. Kate said, yeah. So what did it say the Mishnah? Um, Kate said, yeah. So you let her take the get back from her. Right? He gave her a get. He said, I'm giving you the get on condition that you're divorced. You're anybody except for Joe. So as far as Joe's concerned, you're still married to me. That's no good. Rabbi says good. says no good. What should you do? Take it, get back, and give it to her again, and say your mutter to everybody, including Joe. You can marry whoever you want. So, case yeah, we're in the middle of a, on the days here. Montana, who's the author of this idea? You have to take it back. Why can't he just say after he gave he gave her the get, and he said you divorced from everybody except for Joe. Now, when it, it's not written in the get that that you're divorced from everybody except for Joe. That's going to be the next case. The first, this case is he just gives it again and says you're divorced from everybody except for Joe. As far as Joe's concerned, and you're mutter to marry anybody except for Joe. 
So what should you do? It's no good, according to the rabbis. Not Rabbi Lezra said it's good. The rabbis say it's no good. Take it back and give it to her again and say you wanted to marry everybody. Why do you have to take it back again? Why don't you just give it to her? Why don't you just say, no, I, I, oh, never mind. Never mind. You can marry anybody you want. Why can't he do that? Montan, who's the one who says you have to take it back? Pardon? Valpet, Valpet, Valpet. He said Valpet. Montana, Omar Chizkia, Rabshun Allah. Rabshun Allah said before, remember, we had a case a few blocks back where he said, um, Oh, here's the bill. Here's the IOU that I have here. Here's the IOU. He gives it to her. He doesn't want to tell her who's your get. She'll say, get out of here. I'm not taking your get. He gives her a bill or he gives her some uh, check or something. And he says, here's your get. So she sees it's not a get. He has to give it to her. He has to take it back and give it to her again. So maybe it goes, maybe this is the same idea here. Who's the author who says you have to take it back and give it again? Montana. You can't just say now it's your get after he said it's your it's a star hope, it's an IOU or a check or something like that. He has to take it back, give it to her. He's going to say that. So the hard that's the that's the author of our Mishnah also. Shimonalazu said before you take it back and give it to her again, maybe it's the same. That's the author of our Mishnah here. But the author says, no, I feel Rebbe. Even like Rebbe says, you don't have to take it back over there. In the case of the star hope, you don't have to take it back. Why? You could just say, no, it's your, it's, I, I, it's not the IOU, it's your get. It's your, I'm giving you your get. Now, he says, why? Rebbe says, I could even say, goes like Rebbe, who says over there, you don't have to take it back. But over here, you do have to take it back. Why? Your own guy said, your own guy means over here, Rav Kana. Rav Kana came from Babel to Eretz Yisrael to learn Rav Yelchanan. So Rav Yelchanan was telling the rabbis in Babel, your own guy, your guy from Babel said, over here in this case, where he said, he gave her a get. The get was a fine get, but he said, I'm giving you the get, you're divorced, you're married, you're free to marry anybody except for Joe. But even though the rabbi said that's not a valid get, but it's enough of a get she can't marry a Cohen now. She's divorced enough for that. So since she acquired it enough in the sense that uh, she can't marry a Cohen now, she, she like owns the get enough that if he wants to give it to her again and say you're free to marry anybody, he has to take it back, reacquire it from her and give it to her again. That, that's what Rabbi Yochman says. So it doesn't go necessarily like Rabbi Shimon Lazar says in the case where I gave her an, where he gave her an IOU and I said, here's your get, and then it turns out it's not an, uh, it's not the, it's not an IOU, it's a get. He has to take it back. Shimon says you have to take it back and give it to her again. Rabbi says you don't have to give it, you just say here's your get. Over here, even Rabbi would be moda that you have to take it back. Why? Because since she was a little bit divorced, let's say she was a shtickle divorce, because since she can't marry a coin, so it's like she acquired it already. The last part of the mission said though, let's say, you wrote in the get itself that you're divorced from everybody except for Joe, as far as Joe's concerned. You wrote that in the get. So the last words in the Mishnah back on Pei he said, even if you divorce it, the get's no good. A get that had it in except for, divorce from everybody except for Joe, if that was written in there, that gets puzzled. Even if you erase those words, you can't use that again. Now, we're gonna see that also is that Umrav Safra, we learned if you written it wrote it in the get. Exactly, of course, that's the said in the mission. The mission said it was written in there, except for Joe. You're divorced from every you're, you're divorced and you can marry anybody you want except for Joe. It's written in that's what the mission said. The Torah, remember, there's a tofus, like we you know tofus is a boilerplate, right? Modern Hebrew tofus is a form, a blank form. Torah is the part that mentions the name, his name, her name, uh, the date, the, the place, things like that. That's the main part of the get. So you might think that's it, what if you wrote in it after the Torah, then it's no good. But if it's before the Torah, in other words, before when he told the Adam, told the people to write the get, and before that he told them, even Baal Peh, I'm divorcing her from everybody except for Joe, 
I might think that what maybe writing in it would invalidate the get, even if he wrote it after the tariff. And that's after the get, he wrote after the main part of the get, he wrote in there except for Joe. But it, before the Torah, it went, and it's when they were writing it, the, 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 the sofa and the Adam were writing the get with the kavona, and he told them before the Torah, a few will pay. Even if he just said about pay, they didn't write it in the get except for Joe. He just said, by the way, I'm giving it, giving it to him, I'm not divorcing her as far as Joe is concerned. Zafi will pay. I think also possible. Kamash will know that uh, unless it's written in there, it's it's not possible. Even if it's Balpet, doesn't count at all. That's the first opinion over here. That's why that's why Bob Saffer says customer does only if it's written. If it's not written, even though he said it to the sofer, I'm giving it to her. Have it the kavana that I'm going to give it to her except for Joe. That doesn't count. No, only if it's after Torah that has to be written. If he said it before they wrote the names in there, he said, by the way, when you write the names for the get, my name, her name, etc., in our cities and all that, when you write, write it to her, and I write it with a kavana that I'm going to divorce her except for Joe, that's possible, even if it was written in there. In other words, Rebbe says, it has to be written to invalidate the get. It's only if it's written in there. Written in there went after the Torah. It's written in there even after the Torah is so good. But if he told it to them before it, they wrote the Torah, even Alpez also possible, that's Rabba's opinion. Buzz Rabba to me, Rabba goes according to his Swara, Damalu Rabba, according to his reason, Damalu Rabba Lahanu, because we get the Rabba told the people who write it in Shisku Shakiti Labala, the Kasishi Torah to get the Make sure when you write a get for them, make sure that the, uh, the husband keeps his mouth shut. Silence him, right? Because he might say, I'm going to divorce her, make, make some conditions. If you put any conditions in the get, like this condition, except for Joe, right? I'll t- we'll see. We'll see. We're here. We're talking about the conditions of except for Joe. We'll talk about other conditions in a, se- in a second. But if he makes a, 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 any conditions in there um, and he says it before they wrote the Torah, that would invalidate it. So Rabbi says, again, if it's written in there, if it's ri- if the conditions written in the get, that's no good, period. No matter where it's written in the get. But if it's Balpeh, that's only, uh, that Balpeh doesn't ruin it unless it was before. Rebbe says after even if you if you made the condition I'll pay you didn't write it in there that also would invalidate it. Therefore, he told them when you're writing to get, make sure the husband keeps his mouth shut because any condition that he puts in there, even Balpe, would ruin the get. Tanarabanan, six lines from the bottom of the page. Tanarabanan, call it get. says any condition you put in a get invalidates it. Even just say on the condition so and so. He didn't write Chutzlaploni except Mary. I'm marrying you except I'm divorcing you from everybody except for Joe. Even if it just was a condition, Rebbe's machmer, and he says, any condition ruins the get if you write it in the get. Call it to post if it's written in the get, even if you fulfill the condition, any condition written in the get ruins the get. A condition that, that you made Balpeh that would ruin it, that would ruin it, that ruins it if it's written. Like any condition that wouldn't ruin it, Balpeh, wouldn't ruin it except. In other words, our mission was talking about you said divorcing except for Joe. Except for Joe is not a good condition. We said that the rabbis hold that's not a valid get. So if you write that in the get, that ruins it. But if you write, I'm writing, I'm I'm giving you a get on the condition, you give me two hundred dollars by Rosh Hashanah. That's okay. That's a good condition. You can put that. That's what a, Rebbe says. No, that's also no good. Any condition is no good if it's written in the Chumash. Say no. If it's a condition which doesn't ruin it, it doesn't ruin it if it's written in there either. If you write a chutz, which ruins it, I'm giving, I'm divorcing you from everybody uh, except for Joe. As far as Joe's concerned, you're still married to me. That ruins the That's if you put in the like in the Mishnah. If you wrote it in the Mishnah, that ruins the get. Amanas, 
If I just say, I'm an ask that you marry Joe, that you that you don't marry Joe. I'm an ask that you this, I'm asking you that. Ain't a post off that. And a post if it's written in, it doesn't ruin it. So that's the machlokas between Rebbe and the Chachamim. Now we have machlokas in the machlokas Rebbe and the Chachamim. Amr of Zerub. Machlokas between Rebbe and the Chachamim is if, is if can any condition be written to get Rebbe? says no condition be written in again. And the Chachamim say no, a valid condition that can be done up that can be written in again too. So the machlokas is that they, they put the, the condition in before the Torah, in other words, before the main parts. The Rebbe Savar gives me an Amanasa Truth is, a condition of Almanas is a valid condition. I'm forcing a condition that you're going to be $200 before Rosh Hashanah. What's wrong with that? But the Rebbe says it's no good. Say it because you might write chutz. And chutz is not a good condition because chutz, I'm, I, that's not a condition. Chutz is I'm divorcing you from everybody except for Joe. As far as Joe's concerned, you're married to me. That's not a, that's not a crisis, as we said yesterday. Uh, 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 that's not a valid crisis. So that's not good. So, but we're gozer. If you put almanas, like you write chutz. Rabban Savila goes around almanas at the chutz. We're not gozer. Therefore, if you write a condition almanas in the get, that's okay. Avalachar Torah, if your condition was written after the Torah, I call kosher. So Rabzera says, even when Rebbe says that you can't put a tie in the get, that's only before the Torah, because it was written that way. But after the Torah, everybody says it's kosher. Umasis nikani kesru, bukim the It's our mission which said, that if you wrote if you wrote it in the star, it's no good. And we said our mission is speaking about where you wrote the chutz, You could say it's before the Torah, the Rabbanan say before the Torah, if you wrote it after the Torah, everybody says that that's okay. Because our mission it says it's no good is only when you wrote the chutz. But if you said almanas, it's a valid thing, even according to Rebbe. After the Torah is okay, according to Rav Zeir learns. Rav or no, machlokas lachotov. Rav says no. Before the Torah, for sure it's no good. Rav says the machlokas is after the Torah. The Rebbe Sover Gazrin and Atul Lefnei a Torah. Your goes are after the Torah, Atul Lefnei a Torah. So therefore, Rebbe says that's no good, right? Whatever condition you made is no good. But after for the Rabban Savilo Gazrin Atul Lefnei a Torah. Not goes after before as before. But if you put the condition for the Torah, even the Chacham would say it's puzzle. In other words, Rabbi says, the Machlokas, where the Chacham say you could put a condition in again. Rabbi says you can't. That's all after the Torah. Everybody says it's puzzle. The mission is puzzle. Kim the Bachutz. We said Bachutz Abel Amnas, low puzzle. Acharatavrabban. It goes like the Rabbanan after the Torah. Almanas would be good according to Rabbanan after the Torah, but before the Torah, everybody would agree that it's no good. Even Almanas would be no good because your goals are right. Lift that Torah, you're, you're writing it under, under a bed. You shouldn't put the condition in the get before that. That's how Rabbah learns. Rabbanan, and as Rabbah saying, the Machlok is after Torah. Rabbi Savagas, you're not Torah. Rabbanan Savagas, you're not the Torah. But the Fnei Torah, everybody says it's puzzle. And our Mishnah, which is Mashb and Almanas, is okay. That's after the Torah from Rabbanan. Rabbin, the father of Rabbin, Tamei to Remember, Rabzeira was the one who said the machlokus is only before the Torah. If he put the condition for the Torah, but after the Torah, it's okay. He said to Rebbe, "Kos of get out tonight. You ought to get out on a condition. Divrei kol pasul. This is puzzle. Divrei kol pasul. How can you say it's puzzle? Well, mifukli. We just had a machlokus. Rebbe the Rabbanu. Rebbe says if you are a condition in the get, that's no good. For Rabbanu, it's okay. How can you say Rebbe says it's puzzle? La ema divrei kol. Everybody says it's kosher. How could everybody says it's kosher? Like Reb Zayir explained at the top of his page, that after the Torah, even Rebbe says it's okay. But Lema raise a puzzle, Rebbe. Why do you have to say Divriyakol is kosher? Why don't you say maybe it uh, goes like Rebbe and say it's puzzle if you wrote it in there, it goes like Rebbe. And Rebbe would say, point of Zayir, before the Torah, uh, if you wrote it in there, it's no good. 
answers Tana He heard the words Divyakol. In other words, this this Tana who learned in Avuad uh, Rabavan, who learned from Zayir Kosov again tonight, everybody says it's possible. So, and he, it turns out, no, it must be Divyakol Kosher. He's why, because Kosher and Possible you can mix up. He might have forgot if he said it's so good or it's good or it's not good. And as he heard him say, uh, and you want to change it to and it's only Rebbe, he wouldn't mix up the words with so when he heard that's probably is valid. He might have mixed up Puzzle and Kosher. You can't say Puzzle because Rabbanan say it's Kosher. But uh, so therefore, say Kosher and say what? Kosher. And what are we speaking about? We're speaking about after the Torah. Where everybody agrees, according to Zera, that it's kosher. According to according to um, according to Rubber, though, uh, Rebbe always holds, even after the Torah, that it's possible. All right, we'll pick it up from Mishnah tomorrow, Mishnah. Have a good day.